3: It's a cheeky one, Square!
2: Hello, welcome to episode 207 of Back of the Net, the AFC Bournemouth podcast. My name's Sam Davis. My name's Tom Jordan. And finally, Tom, we're going to be talking about a win on this show. How excited are you to spend an hour talking about something positive for once? Well, I am actually, maybe sadly, excited
0: because, uh, yeah, a lot of relief, I think, around this. And we all spoke about how big this game was going
2: to be. So massive three points, mate. And yeah, first one of the season. Well, it was a soggy Saturday at Dean Court and Tiggs was speaking to the fans outside the ground. Here were some of the best bits.
3: Potentially a historic moment in the season. We just got a 2-1 win against Burnley. uh, And I've got Paul here. Paul, come on over. Hello. What do you think, mate? I'm
4: relieved. I'm relieved. (laughs) I'm relieved, so relieved. And I don't know what happened to VAR there. It's the... Lose communication or something? I don't know what happened. Does anybody Apparently know? Apparently, the
3: lines weren't working. You know the lines that the go. The lines across...
4: weren't working. What, they what? couldn't get MS Paint to work. Yeah, Crikey. something like that.
3: Yeah, so they oh, had to use a man. ruler and I don't know. But, uh...
4: a ruler, <laughs> print it out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure, but I mean, you um, know, obviously it
4: took at least five minutes, didn't it?
3: it took a really, really yeah. long time. Yeah, I think. Right um, decision
4: there. <laughs> hopefully
3: so. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I don't it'll really be. Care. <laughs> it'll be talked about a lot. It must be bad for the you know, Burnley All fans. I mean, it just goes to show that I mean, VAR again doesn't look fit for purpose, does it? Whatever.
4: No, no, it doesn't. And it, it, it I mean, that this was embarrassing. Was echoing around the ground. Even yeah. the even the Burnley fans said so. so. Yeah, completely,
3: completely. Uh, so uh, cha- a few changes they rang in today. So a yeah. different goalkeeper. Yeah. How did you
4: feel about that? I think it needed to happen. I think Neto's uh, ankle injury might might just be, you know, let's just give him a rest. Send him, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it worked. Hey, hey. It worked. Hey, hey. It's a lot. Hey, hey. Hang you know. it happen. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it, yeah, it, the changes worked. Uh, I, I, was, well, I, I wasn't I was sure about Kirkos not playing to start with. Uh, that was interesting, wasn't it? Yeah, it was interesting because I thought he was one of our better players last game against Wolves. But as I say, it, it worked. It worked. It really and did, yeah. So many happy Cherries fans have not seen it like no, this for not,
3: ages. Not been really like this for a very, very long no, time. No. Now, looking a lot different than you did last week.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I mean,.
1: I think we definitely deserve to win the game. Okay. Honestly, surprised we didn't win by more. That that free kick um, was it? Tav. Yeah. Lovely free kick. Should have scored that. Honestly, yeah. Trafford did really well to uh, save that. What a goal by Billing! What a goal! Hon- he just saw Trafford
5: off his line. It was. It was yeah.
3: Did you see it coming? I, I couldn't. I mean, I was sat right near. I just couldn't. I didn't expect it at all. Yeah.
5: No, I didn't. I didn't expect it. It was just like out of the blue. I was like, oh, Billing's just gone for a long ball, and he's just loved Trafford and. I was like, yeah, sure. That's, what a goal, to be fair. And he's, he, yeah, man of the match. It was well in for him because he he chipped Trafford. He played really well otherwise in that as well. So you got man of the match, and well deserved.
3: And Scott played again. He definitely get get better and better, has not he? He is the best tech. Uh, he is the best player at being technical at the club,
1: in my opinion. Okay. That he is just so good on the ball. He can get he can get past anyone. It's he, he just has magic feet. It's, it's yeah, it's wonderful to watch.
3: Some people last week were calling out for Semenio to get some minutes. Got some minutes today. Yeah. Got himself a goal today. What did you think about that?
5: Um, yeah, I, I think he played really well. I don't know. I don't know quite why he got subbed off because I think he was maybe just a level above what he normally is. So then he, I mean, he paces down the wing. He, he can beat most men he, he comes up to. He played really well. Um, if if Billing didn't get man of the match, I think he would be my man of the match. It's
3: Thanks, fellas. Thanks for coming on. All of us. We'll see
5: you. Hiya. Hiya. Hi.
3: What's your name? Sorry. Well, I'm Paul, and this is Jason. It's his first ever game today. Wow. So, what did so. you think about that for a first ever yeah. game? It's really good. Really. Yeah. Good. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be good luck. You're gonna to have to keep coming back as much as you can. Yeah. Okay. And let us know when you. Are. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Well, who's your favourite player today?
5: Um, all of them. All of them. <laughs> <I> like <laughs> they'll, be, they'll, they'll
3: like that too. They'll be like that as well. That yeah. Sorry. Brilliant. But, but thank you very much for Let's having come us. No, 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 come, us. come back again, please. Please do. Thank you. Uh, hey, Ben. Bro, where do I start,
1: eh? It's bloody you start. brilliant. Tell you what. Right. So, went 1-0 down. 1-0 yeah. down? I can't even remember. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did, yeah. You did, yeah. yeah, we, did. Yeah, we did. Um, and, uh, 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 and I thought, at the time, that was it. Yeah. Um, and then show actually showed fight for yeah. the first time this season. Um, I can't, uh, I'm can't. i trying to put a, 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 I think maybe West Ham at home we've come from 1-0 down and got a result yeah. off the top of my head yeah.
3: um, uh, Brentford as well um, yeah. We've got more yeah. results from coming from behind and more points have coming from behind than we have from being in the lead
1: Exactly, so we, we, we had a bit of fight about us but we've just got to stay consistent
3: yeah. I think that's the key
1: um, Obviously, two tough games coming up I don't want to write them off but we, we shouldn't take any confidence damage from that because yeah. obviously Newcastle and City two have arguably one of the best sides in the world um, but yeah, that's, that, that's what we need to do, we need to beat the teams around us, which is what we've done today, and yeah, we need to keep on going, because Sheffield United after that, we need to take advantage of them, because we've got we've got the quality, you can tell that, yeah. Philip Billings has got, got that attacking awareness that we haven't seen so much this season, because he's been playing further back, but yeah, all came to fruition in the second half today, I think Max Ahrens again was great, I know that certain Leeds fans on Twitter have been mocking us for, because apparently he's been a flop, I, I think he's nah. been one of our best players, honestly, this yeah, season, he has been, been great. great. Um, yeah, Alex Scott did okay. Yeah, N- nobody was bad today, which was good. And Radu did pretty well, I think. Oh, I think he did. I do. think he, it, it, I couldn't see because I was in the north stand. Um, but I think he made a great save in the last minute I yeah. had yeah, a to deny Hedda, um yeah. And he, yeah, he, he looked fairly confident today, which is good. Um, and I was a bit worried about it because there's been some highlights about him. A bit, he's a bit shaky, but yeah, all good to be honest. There's, there's more positivity around the club now, which is what we need after months of negativity, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm
3: sure a great relief from the uh, from the manager as well, whose who's name was being chanted, which is great for him. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Yeah, 100%. He would, he's just got to stay consistent with his tactics. Um, I can't tell if he played a back three or a back four today. So
3: it kept changing, didn't it? Yeah, but
1: yeah. I, I think that's good. You've got that flexibility that we can play a back three, which is, I think that's why Lloyd Kelly needs to play. Because against the good sides, City, Newcastle, etc., we might need to turn into a back three to be a bit more defensively stable. Yeah. And Lloyd Kelly's got that, which, which is good, and we've got that got a bit more flexibility at the back. And it, it, today in the midfield, there weren't too many gaps, which no. I'm happy with. Uh, well, from, the, from what I can tell, anyway. Obviously, I haven't seen any highlights or anything, but yeah, I think Iraola got it spot on today. And I know a lot of people were were you know a bit confused about why Kirkez wasn't playing, why Brooks got dropped, etc., etc., and why Rothwell wasn't playing, but all worked out well, so there's no complaints from me, and onwards and hopefully
3: upwards to be honest. Fantastic, thanks Ben. Thanks, thanks. Another go get it dry buddy, go
5: dry. Hello. Hi, what's your name? Sorry. Uh, Elliot.
3: Hi Elliot, sorry about that. No, it's uh, right. confusing in the rain. It is,
5: isn't it? Isn't yeah, it is a little bit, Which yeah. I'm sure they found tonight, to be <laughs> yeah, honest. Yeah,
3: completely. Fact. I mean, I don't know how much of an impact it has upon the game. It
5: probably does, doesn't it? It probably, probably does, slipping and sliding a little bit. Yeah. But do you know what? A much better performance than, than previous weeks so far this season, and yeah. hopefully Fingers crossed. It's the turning point. Yeah, I hope so. Um, but you know, three points. You can't at home. We have to take it. We have to take. It. We fought to the final whistle. Yeah. Uh, which is ideal. I mean, S- Semenyo looked class like this week, which is a dream. Like yeah. another another winger that we can start week in week out. Um, and look, Phil Billing. First half, I wasn't giving him much credit. I won't lie. But he came yeah. out. He came good in the second half. Uh, and that's the main thing, like he he kept going he kept digging and he found his goal and, and and I think do you know what we there was a couple of challenges right at right at the last minute right towards the end where I thought they were going to get another one back yeah. and, and take it to all. but do you know what we managed to keep hold of it Lloyd Kelly looked class as well Mepham, good to see him back in the squad as a starter like really nice and I thought do you know we looked good tonight and I think I think we'll hopefully, as I say it's the turning point and, and we we carry on. As, as the season goes on in, so. in a similar form. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hope so. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Uh, perfect. Thank you very Thank much. You so yourselves. much. Thanks for coming on.
3: Okay, well, that's it. It's done. we were done in the wet, in the rain. But we got three points, which is more than any of us could wish for, really. I love it. Uh, but next few games are going to be tricky ones. So, yeah, up the cherries. Bye-bye.
2: So, Bournemouth 2, Burnley 1 was the full-time result at Dean Court on Saturday. And it's all smiles here. On back of the net. That's Iriola's third win in all competitions in his first 12 games. I'm going to play devil's advocate now, mate. Gary O'Neill. Yeah. He only secured one win in all competitions in his first 12 games as permanent head coach. Iriola in. Mm -hmm. Look, uh, we're so relieved. It wasn't a perfect performance, but we saw some signs. But how much do you gauge that kind of performance against a team that is hate to say it, so poor because they were. Yeah, and surprisingly poor as well. This is not us having a dig at, at Burnley, but obviously we're a team on the
0: floor in terms of confidence. And I never felt like they they worried us too much. They scored a great individual goal, of course. Um, and yeah, they obviously got moments in a football match, but I just, I was surprised because I've uh, said this in the preview and on um, previous shows we've done, that I've actually felt a little bit sorry for Burnley in terms of I've watched them a few times and I actually think they've looked all right. Yeah. And they've maybe lacked that cutting edge, uh, the clinicality in both boxes I remember the man knew while off top my head, a good goal from United, but Burnley was a bad team. So I was kind of a bit like, oh, I know everyone's thinking we're going to win, but I don't think they're that bad. And for some reason, it just didn't work. And I just didn't think they functioned properly. They looked like they didn't, they couldn't quite get to grips with what the manager wanted them to do. The midfield went up to it. And we've said a lot this season that, and we didn't have a defensive midfield player on the pitch, not a natural one. And teams have been catching us in between that and the defence. And not once could I remember them running in on our back four, which in previous games, every single team has done. So it surprised me a lot. Um, but equally, maybe it is that thing of, I think I said to you at half-time on the vlog, that it's clearly two teams that are on the floor in terms of confidence. And maybe just being at home um, and just having that bit of a, a boost, we just managed to just have a little bit more bravery on the ball, I felt at times, and took the game to them. But I think they missed their... Um, kind of focal point in Noel Foster I think that needs to be said I do think they missed that but yeah they, they were poor so it's a bit of both getting the balance think that we made them poor potentially but yeah I don't think they were very very good and they weren't on it and um, yeah they definitely played better this season
2: we chat to a few Burley fans after the game including uh, Visit as well just on direct message we also had him on the uh, opposition preview and he suggested that they, they can't pass out from the back tick. Yeah, we saw that. Mm. The midfield or lack of there don't really seem to have the ability to support or, you know, perform the style of play that he wants. And Mm. you can see that because, you know, they were trying to do things, but technically they just weren't up to it. And our press seemed to, for once, actually work. And look, we'll get on to that because we're going to cover the nuts and bolts of the game. And it's one we're looking forward to doing for once. Mm. But for the two... 2023-24 2023-24 season. Back in that is it's sponsored by Green King Sport, where football is more than a game. Yeah, Green King Sport's venue just showed
0: every televised Cherry's fixture over the course of the season. So instead of turning to the internet for a dodgy stream, get your mates together, get down to your local green pub and get closer to the action.
4: Yeah,
2: this season, Green King, they've launched the Green King Sport Instagram page, which will be the home of fan content deals and competitions throughout the season. They've already given away Champions League final tickets and signed shirts so you don't want to miss out. Plus you do get a 10% with the app during a match day as well in your local pubs. Well, Andy, kind of lovely. So yeah, just drop them a follow
0: on the Instagram. You won't just be the first to know about all this but you'll also be helping out the channel back in the net so we really appreciate it.
2: Right, so let's check out the league table. Yes, please, Sammy. It's a beautiful thing. Look at us. After having 10 games, we've registered a W. There we are. We are on six Mm. points. Luton, Burnley, Sheffield United, the three promoted sides are all rooted in that relegation zone. We have got a little bit of a gap that's Mm. just established above us after Everton's, uh, could you call it, shock win. West Ham away, away I'd say yeah. so. Yeah, and that that was annoying because, like you say, there's
0: three points there. So if they if they just had them on seven, it'd look a lot, ni- um, yeah, a lot nicer. But yeah, we're above the dotted line at the moment, mate. That's all that all that matters for us.
2: Mm, we are, but um, yeah, before the game, we we all knew how important it would be. Uh, we'll just touch on that. We spoke about it in the vlog, but I didn't really chat to you much about the Neto issue because well, yeah. I was being very cynical about his kind of ankle injury and yeah, he was omitted. Fans were calling for change. It happened. Mm. I don't know how the timeline of events transpired on the Friday, but there was no mention of Travers mm. in Iriola's press conference. I don't think it had been confirmed at that point in time. Mm. But he was called back. I gather Stoke had to agree to it. Mm. They did. I think we had sort of certain stipulations that, that meant it was okay to do. We couldn't just call him back willy-nilly. We needed a reason for it. And Neto's injury was that. Yep. Travers was back and then fans were debating. Well, you know, Maybe, maybe he should be put in goal. But I think after mm. Iriola said that Radu would start, yeah. then he had to really. And what would that say about recruitment and yes, the team spirit and morale, the fact that he's been training within Andoni only Iriola's squad to then not be yeah. in the team? Yeah, no, 100%. I think, um,
0: easy obviously to say in hindsight, but I know um, chatting to you in the pub and stuff, I, I felt that, you never know, but I felt that it was always going to be Radu. I think, like you said, a few things you mentioned. I mean, we don't know, like you say, with the time frame that it, he kind of might not have known that Travers was back to the last minute anyway. But I think if, even though he knew Neto was out, he had been working with Radu. And you've got to remember, he hasn't really seen Travers. It's not like, um, you know, someone in charge has been there years as a manager and knows anything about Travers. So goes, I could trust him to chuck him in. So we're playing in a certain way. And I think you've got to give Radu that opportunity. We know he has to play on Wednesday in the Cup anyway because Travers can't. So I think that's fair to kind of go you know, Radu, you're having this game, you know, you've got another opportunity on Wednesday. If you do all right in them two games, you've you got the shirt, but you know that Travis is there now. Yeah. And it's a good position to be in because Radu's got the shirt now. Um, uh, but we know if he has a dodgy performance, Travis can come straight in. So, um, yeah. Um, and obviously going into the game, I, I, was, I was pleased that he didn't have um, any shaky moments. But yeah, I, I wasn't too surprised there it was Radu, but nice to see Travis back. I uh, was held behind massively that he is available because um, obviously we don't know a lot about Radu. Um probably a nice game in hindsight for him to come into because they didn't cause him too many problems
2: this was always going to be a big a big uh game for iola like looking at his lineup what was he going to do yeah. and at 2 p.m the teams came out and by the way before that though mm. the heavens opened i mean they were open throughout most of the afternoon mm. mate it was p- and how ironic is it i know on the first day that umbrellas are banned from dean core the club sent out information about why this was yeah um and also flasks apparently people are sometimes putting flares inside flasks to disguise them which is mad is it is it does that really happen i don't know mate. don't know so transparent flasks is the way forward now can you even get transparent like hot drink flasks i think the problem is you can get them but they're like glass so surely they can't be in i, I don't i don't
0: oh. really know mate but um was like you say the irony of it when they got banned was when it was like awful i mean i don't expect it to be that bad at another game i, I can't remember one rowy and i can't remember do you remember that fulham game on boxing day in the championship okay. that was the last time i can remember be getting wet and rowy normally i just miss it because i'm high enough but there was one moment in the game where the wind came in and everyone was just like this what is so going so on here yeah it
2: was um, mad, but fortunately at half time I could have me um, beer outside because it stopped the point. It stopped at that point. At that point. Um, in terms of Umbrellas, though, people just expected to leave them outside because they had to me. Yeah, I think there was a box of sort, yeah, because after the game, everyone was going in there. Or yeah, something. I mean, I'd so be picking out the best one and and, and, mm. and going, but I don't know what others did. I don't know if Neil Blakes was in there with them or <laughs> <Yeah. it? laughs> not. Saw him ever, him. These were the team lineups, and yeah. uh, you know what? This is how. First thing that struck me, mate, is how, how British that lineup. Looked compared to previous games that we've had. like Solanke, Tavernier, mm. Christie, Semenyo, Scott, Kelly, Mepham, mm. Aarons. Yeah, that's true.
0: Actually, I didn't think of that. It, yeah, no, good, good little notice there, mate. Um, yeah, I didn't really notice that, but yeah, interesting. But as I say, I, was, I think I got nine on both teams out of 11, which is respectable, I would <laughs> say. Uh, Weather Radu. And I was glad I, I was glad he went with Because um, you always debate them That wide position mm. And we said in the preview Didn't we about Semenyo Just being a bit more of a goal threat I think he's at, at the right now He hasn't played a few games And we haven't performed So let's get him back in there Which was good um, Yeah, I just thought Rothwell Would come in for a bit of protection And didn't anticipate Mepham coming back in But um, yeah Was was not disappointed with them Chasers And obviously from their perspective They decided to go with Vitinho uh, at the right right back uh, I thought he really struggled By the way um, I know he's not their natural one Because Conor Robbins suspended and they didn't have Foster, um, which meant that Goodmundson played as well. So yeah, it was a there was a, a few things that surprised me, but I wasn't like, Oh no, what we're we doing. I just thought that is interesting with that midfield three, but it gives us the flexibility quite comfortably to go to a back three yeah. with wing backs in game if we need to. Kelly naturally can tuck in. Tavares then goes to a wing back position. So many can go and join Dom Solanke. It was it was nice to have that flexibility, I felt.
2: Did you think it was odd to not have Kirkhez in the lineup? I did, um, I was surprised at that I mean, he, he's a little bit egotistical isn't he? Mm. I mean, the fact that in his uh, programme that no, he yeah. said that oh, you're not actually egotistical this is a joke, but on his come dine with me, in the AFC World programme your favourite five dinner guests me, Milos, me, Milos, uh, me Milos, yes. I, part of me was thinking have they just put that in as a, a placeholder no, forgot I to make Maybe. the actual guests in Maybe. or does he just want to attend a dinner party with himself? By the way I mean, audacious ballsy i like
0: that sometimes the way he runs around i think he's five people anyway i mean you can never fault his start to a to a career at a ball to be honest he's people forget i think that he's a teenager he's very young very raw he's had to play a lot of football because he's had to play in the cup as well because of injuries and we're not having many left back options and he's also played every time he's gone like out an international duty so i don't think it's a bad thing that he's been able to be rotated for this one and i think as i say it's easier to do it after the fact but you look at their Main threat looking at their team, you'd say is Coley
2: Yeah,
0: Lloyd Kelly dealt with him well. Um, he's going to be playing on the other side, Coley Osho. I thought he might, um, but he obviously played Ziruri, um if I say perhaps. So, yeah, he obviously maybe Andoni knew that um, and went, went with Kelly in there, but maybe he just wanted to get Meps back in as well before. But I need Kelly in there for his recovery. But good that we got that flexibility. I expect to see Kirk has in at least one of the two games this week. Um, but it's good to have them options, mate. I don't want no disrespect to because someone want him to, have to be relying on in every single game every single week at 19 years old I wanted to to know the incoming out of the team and and then it ended up because we were only a goal ahead great option to have because him with full of energy yeah. coming on as kind of left back wing back to see our a game is ideal so um, yeah I was like I say I was, I was a bit like oh I'm surprised Middles ain't there but I wasn't like oh no because yeah. we know Kenny could do a job there and we keep saying it it's ironic really when in previous seasons Meps has always had an error in him now I think you oh, can rely on maps do you know what I mean and he was brilliant I thought And Zobani, he's also played every minute of every Premier League game this season he has indeed so he's won the obviously this is in the uh, preview for Wednesday's game but he's won now we've got and back Kelly back not sure about Sinesi because I know he's had a knock but that might be a game to take him out because he's playing in internationals as well but I think barring that error against Everton I think he he knows that he's he's pretty he's pretty much nailed on I think and it's who his partner's going to be because yeah, I do think he's been pretty
2: solid and, again, very young. Yeah, so the game kicked off. I think it wouldn't be right if we did not mention the lack of a Red Army chant at the start of the game, which we all know has been missing recently. Last time around, it was a one-minute silence was the potential reason for that. And then again in this game, applause for Sir Bobby and Bill Kenwright, but many thought that there was no reason to really exclude it from this particular pre-match. And as a result, there was actually a fair bit of booing that was going on. Uh, no, I'm sure the club have been made aware of this, and given their relentless stream of tweets that I'm seeing to like Mike Botto, Jim Provero, etc., during the game and after it, they know how fans are feeling. And there is undoubtedly an instant reaction from us I amid mean, a period of huge change at the club that, you know, you could be cynical about its exclusion, like ripping up the history books and new ownership making their mark on the Premier League. However, I suspect that the silence on the matter perhaps indicates that it's an issue which is probably a bit delicate for whatever reason. So, any online conjecture about it, I think, is probably not appropriate at this point in time. I know we're, it seems like we're adding to it now, but we're not going to analyse it to death here. But what we can do in the meantime is certainly as fans, is sing whatever we want, including that song as well, and just get behind the boys. And you know what? Mm. I think we did get behind the boys. A lot of people have commented that that was one of the best yep. atmospheres that we've had at Dean Court this season. And it, we always have those games where we we must win. We didn't have to win. Yeah. But, I admit, you know, in our heads, it was all a must-win game. Yeah. And I thought the crowd rose to it this time. I thought we were really
0: good. Yeah, we were. And I think um, that we've always said about how it's kind of part to play for both people. And I think we saw the endeavour. We saw that the, we were... Well, well in the game with the better side and they needed that boost I think what was hard in the Wolves game well we were in that game right till the end um, obviously gonna gonna get a point till right at the end Um, I think what was hard is it was hard to go for it because of Lewis's red card mm-hmm. I felt like everyone went oh here we go again it was inevitable and it, it felt that mm-hmm. and that was that was hard but yeah no credit to, credit to all the fans I thought we were brilliant and I think Andoni would have would have loved here I mean his name was charted throughout yeah. and I think that was a real sign of kind of that look we're still here we're still together. We're not uh, a fan base that's going, look, we haven't won have all season. We want you out. We, you know, we know you need us now and we're here. And um, yeah, and I thought the, the, the players rose to that. And it was, yeah, it was, it was just great. Every time the ball went out, everyone's getting up. Everyone's getting up for it. And, and we could see that, you know, it was no fault of their own that, you know, we haven't won football matches. There's been individual errors, but I think it showed in that game. It was not for the lack of trying, as I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, and that the press was better. And all that sort of stuff, I just think, just feeds onto the fans. Like, yeah. we weren't winning the game for a large part of it. Um, we even went behind. But I think when you could see little bits, um, and it wasn't that we were playing badly, and there was just a few little snapshots, a few little breakaways, and you just think, you yeah, know, that's enough for us to, you know, to get behind you it's a good hit for their first goal it is what it is
2: so um yeah no, that was really pleasing mate and hopefully we can we can kick that on going forward we all know of course that the board do listen to the fans because when they sing a manager's name they make decisions on the back of that so mm-hmm. he's in there what's this a 10 10 year contract for oh. i don't know but it was great to hear the atmosphere yeah but it was silenced it was silenced and you know what they got a they got a corner which i thought was needless because Zabani, like the, the ball was fired across the box and he Really, should have just pumped up towards the halfway line, maybe or just, you know, towards the main stand. But yeah. he must have miskicked it because he sort of grimaced. Yeah, was... the camera panned on him and he's like, I've miskicked that, I gave away a yeah. corner, which led to the goal. It's a difficult one because he's a miles better footballer than me, so I'd like to think he'd do better. But but, but is he?
0: It's up to you to decide. But I, I've done that so many times. because in, you, you know, in your head, I Just clear that pitch. And for some reason, because you know you've got to clear it, you just have little tiny slides. It just, only just went out for a corner, really, didn't it? Um, but yeah, you could see, like you said. They went to his face and he thought, I could have avoided the corner there. But it wasn't that we dealt with it horrifically, but I don't think that lad scored for him at X Leeds as well. Yeah. But I mean, I'm right behind that. Uh, I know where you sat, you must have been close as well. And um, he hit it perfectly. It was interesting. I think it was very close. I think he probably was just, but you can see Radu can't quite see.
2: Well, this is is what leads me, because Neil Moss tweeted this. He doesn't really understand the the offside rule anymore and I, I sort of can not see where he's coming from when you see this first picture because you think hang on he's got to look for a melee of players so I think he, he's talking about their number 19 yeah who it looks like he's between the ball and Radu but then Radu is kind of peering around the corner a little bit and then there's another angle that he presented on his tweet that shows that yeah he's clearly offside but then when you look at my angle when it's when I'm behind the goal nearly behind the ball here the actual ball at, the, at this point in time is just in front of Phil Billing, really. So 19's not overly in the way, given where the yeah. ball goes, but he's got to peer through a number of bodies, really. It's not just him. So yeah, difficult. I, I would have been aggrieved if that was yeah. ruled out for offside, had we scored that goal.
0: Yeah, no, I kind of, I kind of appreciate what you're saying there. So that's a really tough one. Um, I remember, because they did go, they did have a little quick check, didn't they? But I think at first they said they were checking around ball, didn't they? It was, yeah, not that I was going on, we never know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's as difficult, one. Well, and Neil Moss will know more than me in terms of being a goalkeeper, that I guess he's going to be a little bit more, you know, feel sorry for Radu there, because he has had to change his moment. But like you said, he probably would have had to peer past Phil Billing anyway. Yeah. It is a difficult one, but taking Phil away from the strike, because I, um, I think we said at half-time, mate, that... You never know if it didn't take a little nick, but it didn't. He's hit that perfectly um, off his left foot. Really, really good strike. And I remember he'd sat there going, oh, you are joking. I mean, this guy never scores. And he's hit it like a rocket past yeah. us. He thought, this is typical of how our season's going. And I think that's, as as we mentioned about the atmosphere, I think that was why, because we, we didn't... I remember at Everton, they scored after an individual error uh, as and a goal you think for God's sake. And it felt like the lads felt sorry for themselves a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, this game, that wasn't that we just went straight right, guys, brushed ourselves off, yeah. And I think that's what that then sort of things are what um, you know gives the fans hope and gives them read. You know what I mean? Because you think, you know what, they they scored a screamer, but the lads going, there's loads of time left. They were playing all right, and it never it never stopped us from having that that endeavour. And we knew, I think, I'd only made staff the game. We went one up against Wolves. It's quite quickly changing football, yeah. so. I was really pleased to see us just um, continuing on the front foot even after that goal.
2: We had we had a few chances, didn't we? Tabernier. Oh, tab. I, I mean, I didn't quite realise how good that chance was until I watched it back. I oh. mean, he should have been doing better there. He put it into the turf, didn't he? And it just bounced over, but... Oh. What ball threw from uh, Simeone though across? Oh, brilliant! He just whipped it across, and there were and there were multiple instances of that t- uh, that kind of ball throughout the game as well. So, yeah, no so It's obviously been an instruction to get it in the box as early as you can, and yes, definitely have an right place, right time, oh. wrong finish, and he was he would have been he would have been thinking that over. Well, had we dropped points in that game, of course he's been tossing and turning in the night thinking of that Yeah, and I I
0: really like there's something about when you've got wingers, so right and left. When one of them puts the ball in and the other one gets to the end of it, I just really like that. I think that's what he told us earlier. To one of your wingers gets down the line, the other one's got to be coming at the back post. And what I'll say about, I'm sure we'll get on to a little bit, but you know, what he showed there and what he showed later on was that he's putting balls in like a winger, but then he's striking like I said, a centre forward. He's got both of them attributes, which is amazing. But um, yeah, it was a big chance. It's, it's them fine margins where he hits that ball into the ground. If it lobs over Trafford and goes into the court, everyone's going, what technique to put it into the ground just to lob him? Like it was horrible but it, as soon as it hit the ground you knew it was going to go too high um, real shame because like you said it feels like oh that could be one at half time
2: again we should be level mm-hmm. but Antoine had other ideas yeah that's right and our, our high press was paid off I mean Burnley they didn't look overly confident on the ball they seemed to have a fair bit of the ball they weren't doing much with it they barely got into our our final third really after their first goal I can't really remember them having any other shots in the first half one I think that was a P-roller that Raddy yeah. was easily behind but other than that Absolutely nothing but with some really good pressing from from Semenyo. Just, you know, slightly out muscled his marker and then yeah, just ran directly onto his left foot and then what a what a lovely finish into the corner of the net. And that's what we want to see. That's what Semenyo brings us. Just plays with her, which is which is weird
0: because he's not been in the team and he's but he's playing with a lad for of confidence. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you know, because I don't check it out too much, but I think uh, Garla have qualified and stuff, and I don't know whether you know he's in good spirits. Stuff so he's been away on international. He knows he'll get his chance. But maybe Andoni said to him, you know, we've got a lot of wingers. You know that uh, but you will get the opportunity to just stay because, and the fact that he's drove. Onto his weak side, yeah. with so much confidence, it, just put the ball into the bottom corner. It was really
2: impressive, and it's just that directness. And yes, the new way, you know, a lot of players are always looking to offload it at that point in time. Yeah, maybe yeah. it was quite close to him, and he, was, brought, yeah. he he could have easily laid off.
0: Yeah, no, it was it was really good, and that's what we've seen from from Antoine um, in short spell, really. Um, so yeah, it was chuffed for him, and uh, yeah, he was doing that all game, and like you say, that press and another player Ryan like Christie, who we also. It's weird isn't it, because I've even I'm sure we we'll to different bits but I've been thinking straight away with Alex Scott's performance, Oh, imagine even though we've got not got Adams, imagine when it's Scott Cook and Billing. That's gonna be great. And I go, But again, Christie's press helps us so much. No, Against but it was almost don't get me wrong, he's probably been forced into it because of Lewis's suspension, but it was the perfect game for Christie and he gives us so much. So it's a it's a real weird one with Christie, um, because his press is so good and then he gets the ball and he thinks, isn't gonna do anything? But yeah, the the whole press in general was really impressive, and um, yeah, Antoine was part of that as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Christie, I think, was was instrumental in a in a couple of chances. I mean, when Semenyo cutting on his left foot uh, hit a shot, I think it took a deflection, and then went what? out of yeah. the corner, uh, shoot towards the Ted Mac. and it was a lovely ball from Christie. The outside of his right foot just bended it uh, between a couple yeah. of defenders and got Semenyo off, which was really nice to see. And then um, also we had a co- was it. Tavernier on the left-hand side tried to fire the ball across quickly, but then I think they played out for a goal, so it was a corner. Yeah, Scott took it. And Alex Scott. Now let's talk about our set pieces. Whew. I mean, free kicks were better, corners were better. Tavernier was taking it from one side usually, Alex Scott from the other. But Scott delivered this one. Yes, and it was over the first man, which was something that we haven't seen for a long time at pace. And one of them landed right onto the head of Chris Mepper. Right oh. place, right. Great header, but great save by the keeper as well. Yeah, it was. it was. He couldn't do a
0: lot else. He got a clean header on it. Um, but yeah, like you say, a set piece of better all day. And it was one of them weird ones because it was right on the time I was about to go down. right. And I went, are you? and so the person next to me went, are you going? Because they know that mm. I'll go around that time. I went, wait for this Meppham goal. Like, it's a joke. And then obviously the corner comes in and Meppham gets it and everyone's around me going, oh, I've got out of in class. But... Yeah, and to be fair, I don't think people appreciate how Mepham is a little bit of a threat from from corners. Yeah, I remember him. I always remember Sheffield United on the opening day one season where he scored from a corner. I remember him during COVID scoring against Watford late on. Um, And yeah, he is a bit of a threat because he will throw himself in there. But yeah, really, really good delivery from Alex Scott. He had one uh, direct free kick later in the second half that, yes, was never going to go in. But you can see the technique of him trying to bend it into the top corner. So... Yeah, that's a real positive that, um, you know, if we can... You look at some of our players, like I say, Meps, but even if you get in... If you're saying Roy Kelly if you're saying Zabale, they're good in the air. Yeah. So it it needs to be something. We've seen Celeste in the past score right. score headers. So yeah, we need to we need to look at that because you know when in a lot of games you're going to be up against it, you need to have that weapon of these problems for a
2: set of pieces. So that was that was a definite positive. But Chris Mappin being Chris Mappin, it, it wouldn't surprise me if he then wasn't played for the next league game. Right? Like that's yeah. and that's and I don't understand it because he, he had such a r- yeah. really good performance. I don't think he really put a foot wrong. I thought he was excellent. Or oh. he'll have what normally happens with Mapp
0: is he comes back plays. Well, gets a knock. Yeah. So then someone comes in, he can't get his play like. Or we get a knock at right back, and he has to play there. Yeah. Or something like that. You know, I feel for him, but I really, I, I love it if he just keeps himself in the side now and just suddenly because he's he shows as well. You know, uh, for Wales, he's always first name on the team yeah. sheet, centre yeah. half. He's he's a like, you know he, he kept the clean sheet against Croatia. I think he's a, he's a top centre half mate. So. Yeah, I was really pleased um, for him and he had a good game, as you say, and it would have been the icing on, on the cake if he had uh, put that header in, but nice seeing him being a threat from end
2: positions as well. Yeah, so Bill Foley was obviously chuffed. Uh, a lot of ball fans felt aggrieved that we maybe should have had a free kick towards the end of the half where it looked like the keeper handballed it outside the box. Did you actually see that? Uh, no, I've seen it back. Yeah. Obviously, I, it didn't sit I back d- on. Matt I just all can't tell, but I mean, it looked like he ran out of the box with both feet planted firmly on the ground outside of the line, yet still holding it, but... Apparently, it was checked, apparently. so Yeah, I and obviously, they went into loads of detail on Match of the Day on that. I did. They did not show that. No. I did realise with, um, you know, with throw ins. I do know of throw ins, though, yeah. Yeah, I always thought like, so when I was a kid, when I learned how to do throw ins, probably the rules are probably fine. Yeah, ball behind the back, and you, I had to have your know, feet, you know, not touching the line, but behind the line. Now, like, the back of your heel can be... Oh, is it just of any parts? Yeah. I so, so, I wonder if that's the same with the goalkeeper as well. Like, okay. is it only handball when their feet are completely outside the box? Ah, oh, maybe. Or can the, you know, little, you know, can the last stud on your heel... Maybe, I mean... ...be overhanging the line? I don't know. Maybe Neil Moss can clarify. Yeah, I'm, wait, not, but... yeah I'm not sure I mean, yeah, I honestly don't know them. Uh, so, but yeah, like you said,
0: it just looked like, whether it was or not, I, I'm not going to say it was definitely handball, but just the, the things I've seen, I'm surprised that wasn't looked at or we've seen a few angles to to see but
2: var on the whole though is pretty good and var's great uh we also had a chance with uh lloyd kelly as well who we stuck out a boot and that was going towards goal as well probably didn't get the power on it but yeah. nice to see us committing players forward which was what we want to see and we saw it more in the second half as well the second half performance i thought was great and this is where a number of players i think came into their own a bit including a certain alex scott as well who i thought was muster on the ball Really, really good. Max Aarons was growing into the game as well. Really good on that right side. When he was hauled down, it was almost like a rugby tackle, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, a booking didn't seem sufficient enough, but red card would have probably been... I was like, in the middle, yeah.
0: Yeah, so you get a few of them sometimes where you think, well, listen, I don't want more than red, but yellow just feels like, oh, come on, <laughs> you can get a lot less for yellow. But yeah, you just he, it was the way he hauled him down, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, Max, I thought, you know, we'll touch on him because he's a a fullback that they often get overlooked a little bit when you have a good performance, which is understandable. I think I've said you off-air, you could really make a case for nearly anyone getting out of the match, which is the first time that's happened all season. But Max, I thought, was absolutely brilliant. He ran himself into the ground, obviously had to come off late on. But um, I thought he was that was, yeah, arguably his best performance. And he's been consistent all the way, really. But it was more that, I wonder if it was a little bit, because obviously we normally play Kirkus on the other side, Maybe because of that, he's got to be a little bit careful with on both fullbacks to always bomb on. Whereas, because of Kelly, who can naturally tuck in, maybe he was given a bit more of a license to go because I think you certainly saw him run up the pitch a little bit more. True, yeah.
2: Um, And yeah, I I, I really like this. I really like his performance, and he looked like an absolute bargain already, didn't he? So, as we can see from the match timeline there, he was indeed booked. If you you just go back a little bit, though, a certain person came on uh, for Burnley, someone who likes scoring. Uh, Dean Court Jay Rodriguez Maybe we'll be talking About him later in the show Maybe Maybe not As well Nathan Rembrandt Late on as well Another ex cummer Exactly Exactly We said in the preview I-, I remember saying
0: to you If we're winning And they bring on the two scummers, I'm going to start worried, And I thought That's going to bite me <laughs> As we'll find out later on Solanke had a flicked shot With a Early ball into the box Nice little technique Nearly another one He'd done that against Wolves Pretty much Yeah you know, He's quite good at that Getting get across his. I think that's a way that I mean Andoni said it and you saw it on the the match today analysis that they did on Bournemouth um was we obviously try to get more balls in the box and uh I think sometimes that doesn't mean chucking them in in the air. I think sometimes then little slide balls across, Dom's quite good. If I think about it, the amount of goals he scored, he just nicks in front of the first yeah. man and a little flick, um, and you can see that was obviously something an instruction and he got across his man well but it's obviously a really difficult but one but, bug,
2: but mate, why why score from from two yards out with born. When you can score from 42.2 yards, Philip Billing. Oh, my God. That is Philip Billing in a nutshell.
0: I mean... He's got that in him. We've been saying all season about him playing a little bit higher, blah, blah, blah. And it's because we know he's a good player in general, but if you just get him in them moments and them positions, he's one of our few players, probably, let's be honest, that's got that bit of magic. A little bit of magic, there's something out of nothing.
2: barely seemed to ready So like he he just he played it just and it was a it wasn't the height it was it was just like the pace of the ball it was the, it, like it
0: was everything. I love the confidence in it as well because if he slices that which is easy to do, everyone is screaming we're in. Yeah. Tavernier's in. Yeah he, he, yeah, he was calling for it. Yeah, we were in, and you thought this is a really good. Match. I think we had we over over ran him a little bit, and you thought we got a good chance of scoring. We were well, overrunning them in midfield yeah. a lot. I thought and that yeah, was well, was, a, was a crucial part yeah. as well. And Billing, of course, definitely. But yeah, I thought, we're in it. And then he said, I thought, what is he? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, so the confidence of that, it, it was was brilliant. Really nice when little things like that happen, where obviously it takes the genius of, of Phil, but them also saying the staff and the players all going, it was something we looked at.
2: Well, yeah, he said when he was watching the goal back on AFCB TV, yeah, that's something that they'd noticed. And I noticed that when they were just playing their little um sort of interplays in the yeah. second half. Like, Trafford's outside yep. the box here.
0: Like, what's he doing there?
2: He's he's a very uh,
0: modern goalkeeper inside. You can see why they signed him in that sense. If you want to play that way, he's one that they almost want to make an extra player when they've got the ball because he's virtually like a sweeper and he will just go and get the ball and he's good with his feet. So when because of where the ball was and they had it at first, he's always going to be high because if they're in trouble, they just want to knock him back to him. Yeah. And the fact that Phil was just quickly had a glance up and thought that was was brilliant. And he like you say, he got a hand to it, but it was it was bang on. So yeah, I was absolutely delighted for him. He obviously got a booking. Yeah, taking the shirt off, but um nice message, and yeah, luckily wasn't already on a booking or anything. But um yeah, yeah really nice moment, mate, and uh, good time in the game. Good
2: time in the game, and you are thinking, oh my god, here it comes, then. Three points, baby. Iriola's uh, yeah, yeah. reaction on the touchline a bit yeah, it reminded me a little bit of when uh, Parker celebrated after Kiefer Moore's winner against Northern Forest. Yeah, he was going mental, and he's like, oh yeah, can't, be yeah, if like, I can't concentrate. Can't we for fifty minutes. Sort of laughed at himself yeah. there. Um, right. His substitutions that he made towards the end of the game, Um, some people said he's being a bit negative here because they were the kind of subs that maybe a previous manager would would make. Can you understand why? Yeah. Just just wanting to protect what he's got. I think when we're in the mindset that we're in, it's no wonder you would do that to protect what you've got. I I disagree with any of them being negative, actually. Um, I think what's
0: mad is because I'm not... I mean, Tavernier, con- Billing, yes. being replaced by Rothwell and Kirkus. Yeah, that's not... For, for me, you're going... Billing, um, obviously, more games going on. Christie's in that press. And then Alex Scott and Billing are sat there. Mm. So, Rothwell is not... I think everyone's forgetting. Rothwell's not a defensive field player. He just had to play there. Mm. So, Rothwell and Billing, similar. In terms of... Rothwell used to like to be a little bit advanced mm. with that. Minos Kirkus for Tavernier. Minos Kirkus is not a defensive-minded player. Yes, he plays as a fullback, but he... Bo- that's just giving you more energy on that side. That's just an energy thing. And weirdly, I was going to say that I'm not. I'm surprised how much time he uses with Tara over other wingers. Regardless, he actually I've just realised he came on before the goal. So game changer. Um, and then Aaron Smith is like, I don't think that's. I yeah. don't get me wrong. We didn't have him on the bench. But say you went billing for Sonessi. Yeah. that's different. Yeah, I don't think that's. I actually felt. And what people, I don't know if everyone realised it, about a minute before the goal. Uh, Brooks and Sinisterra was tripped. Right. So what I'm assuming okay. is is Billy was coming off for Brooks, so yeah. Brooks was going to go on for Billy, that's attacking. And then he was going to take to an off for Sinisterra. Yeah. So that was going to be go and win the game, yeah. which I like because it was one-one. He could have gone, oh, we're not going to lose, yeah. but he did and He was going to do that. And then as soon as the goal went in, everyone looked over, and them two just sat back down. Bless <laughs> yeah. um, I thought they were the right changes. Obviously, it's easy to say when we um. And I think I don't think Smith was going to come on. Errors went down. Yeah. Um, and Smith, to be fair, I don't mind that. I think Smith is quite... We, we all know that we've upgraded in that position, but I think last five minutes of the game, Smithy's quite good at winning the off foul, being a bit of a leader at the back. I don't mind that too much. So, yeah, I mean, put it this way, is there any other changes would have made different? I probably would have chosen a, a Cliver over a Watara at the moment, but
2: it was fine. Yeah, it
0: was fine.
2: Yeah. It was fine. So then, yeah, we saw the game out, and there was no other... The, of course. ...for the remainder. Oh, mate. Yeah. I, I mean, like, so they... The one time where they actually dominated our midfield, they played it through w- really well, and it was worked onto the left foot of Jay Rodriguez, who almost scuffs a shot. And I can't really work out the technique, but it sort of loops slightly over Radu into that far corner. Thankfully, though, thankfully, whew, I mean, I was crapping my pants. I was, cr- I was crapping myself, but the lineo. Raised his flag, but even still... Offside, don't worry, it. Move on. Even yeah. still, there's always that doubt, though, isn't there? Oh, of course, of there, course. There's always that doubt. But and it's normally that it happens quite quickly, and then you go, oh, well, I had a bit of doubt,
0: but, you know, they've looked at the screen, they've got this technology now. Don't worry about it. If he's offside, the technology, yeah are in a game. If only that... The funny thing the was, just, you you um managed to get it quite well with, uh, with the vlog. Was when you heard that there was going to be an announcement, and you
2: think, thinking, oh, God, what is it? And he just goes, seven minutes at a time. <laughs> oh, on, come on. On. What, it's what over but, it. to me. God. So, this, like, you can say if you're not following us on, on socials, we're at AFCB podcast. They, this was the timeline. 88 minutes and 14 seconds, Burnley scored after 93 minutes and 42 seconds. The stadium finally informed that it's offside. So, the VAR check was activated about 13 seconds. Uh, I watched this back in real time, 13 seconds after the offside. And for the first sort of two and a half minutes, there were no lines visible on the pitch at all. And they're, and they're almost looking which angle that we're taking. And then you saw the lines being drawn, but they were wonky as hell. Not a, only, oh, hey, what, I, by the way, did you like my vlog uh, title, thumbnail, Unparalleled Incompetency? Mm, very- like, you know what? It took me two minutes, but headline writer, Echo, sign me up. Talking about um, that weekend. And look, I mean, one, that's not parody. That's just... Meant. Two, it's kind of obvious. his bedding.
0: <laughs> Have you seen on... Um, I've been mentioning to you... Uh, Old Sort. Yeah, do a great little... Barry Glendale, yeah. Yeah, do a great little parody of it, which, and I think I quote tweeted and said, it's the worrying thing about this parody, and it's funny, it's is probably quite accurate. <laughs> I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, we're laughing about it now, because obviously, you know, and let's, let's say this, would I rather them take five minutes... And eventually get it right, or take ten seconds and get him wrong. Of yeah. course, the former. But what I, what I would say is, we we'll laugh about it now because we won the game and it was all fine. But if they get that wrong, which they very very nearly did, mm. and all this cock up that they're having, that could potentially, in this situation, very much so, lose a manager his job. It's not good enough. Yeah, yeah. It's not good enough. And we've said this before. Was there no controversy before? There, of course, there was controversy. It was controversial all the time, but. I used to always get really annoyed and then go, it's a man, it's a it's a, pus, it's a, a, referee or a linesman making a mistake. It happens. Now we're going, there's an official making a mistake and then another three officials making a mistake with technology. With a, It's absolutely ludicrous. It's not fit for purpose. It's not the only decision of the week. It's not a bad decision. It's not only cock up of the weekend. There's virtually every game, every single week. It's absolutely crazy. Um, and I just can't believe it took that long.
2: It took nearly six minutes. yeah, my my assumption was right, that they have so cert- someone might be able to correct me. i th- I think they've got certain you know cameras positioned along the side of the pitch that they can use the VAR in, in sort of angles with. And I presumed that the parallel lines are almost like pre-programmed for the perspective of where the camera's at. So they can just drag it into place depending on you know where the ball is, when the you know last defender is, etc., However, to get the angle so badly wrong was just absolutely unbelievable. And look, we talk about the ripple effect and stuff, which is a ripple effect of, you know, the Spurs Liverpool thing. Yeah. That they're taking full time. If that didn't happen. They've probably got that goal. Yeah, they've probably know. got that. So they, in a way it's lucky that that did happen because otherwise yeah they might have been awarded the goal based on the first decision and then this would be the talking point that everyone's going on about
0: yes because then the game would have restarted and they wouldn't have been able to bring yeah. it back um whereas maybe now they
2: are going like mm-hmm. do you know what i mean so in a way it's a good thing but mm-hmm. you, it should just but it should it's, be progress. you know that it should be quicker than that it has to be quicker than that and and and
0: you mentioned it mate and um you could tell in the in the vlog as well the most i say the most frustrating thing, but one of the the main frustrations for me as a match-going fan as, as you are as well we're, we have to look at Twitter yeah. X, sorry yeah. to see what's happening we're out of the game yeah. but we don't know what's going on so I'm looking, at we're looking at and going oh apparently he's on oh, I know they've
2: had a cock-up with the lines it we Tom, don't know that unless you're looking on your phone yeah Tom from the Echo is saying that yeah there's all sorts of uh, controversy and conjecture yeah. over it lines you're, being drawn if you were at Goodison Park you wouldn't know because there's no signal
0: Good draw we had signal in the stadium. Um, I just saw them when you showed the the image. I'm not sure because it's it's hard, obviously, because it's blurred. Is that that? Like, because obviously it's Jay Rodriguez who scores Is that Nathan Redmond who played him through? I can't tell. Uh, it, it, might have been. It, it just might looks have been, like the yeah. size of him. It could be that would have been. Yeah, but yes, and the irony of it be he was offside technically with his head, wasn't he? Mm. He scored a header against us before as well, so he definitely should be offside with his head. Mm. And the, when I realised it was Jay Rodriguez, I thought he's done this before for a number of teams. Um, so. Yeah, it was, it was a worry, but that there was that relief. And then like, as soon as I was relieved, I thought, we've got ages to go now. We? we have got... Yeah, a- it's
2: going into oh, the hundreds. And you know on. what I said on um, on Twitter on the Sunday? So, you know, James Hayes, fastest hat-trick. That's good, I like that. To, um, to, it was 140 seconds, two minutes, 20 seconds, 140 seconds. That's 46.7 seconds a goal. In that five minutes, 28, what's that, 328 seconds? He would have scored seven goals. Yes, and he definitely would have. Right. who says bar is killing
0: football Oh mate. we do so frustrating listen end of the day thank god they got it right thank god they sorted themselves out yes within a too long a time no doubt in that but thankfully they got it done and then luckily there was no more scares at the end was there no god, no well I mean, done. I tell you what looking at the back good save good save looking at it back because we always say it when it goes against us we probably I say got away well it's a difficult one um, but it does touch Meppham but you uh, say that though no Burnley players, but now I didn't have to claim for it whatsoever. I members' hand up, yeah. But it was, don't get me wrong, it could be. And the, this is another thing with consistency you've seen so many weird handballs given that you think anything could be now. I don't want them ones given either way, really, because I just think they're almost both dragging each other, so it means his arm goes up. But anyway, um, it to be fair, if he doesn't do that, that's probably why it went on target, yeah. Radu makes a good save, really pleased for him, and then the lad should do better. Uh, Sanderberg. Yeah. For the for the rebound, he just six to But I thought we helped them when he come on. Actually, it was surprising he um, didn't get a start. But yeah, just just relief, mate. Just relief all round. Radu, no kind of too many shaky moments. ready fit. I just wanted his first few passes to be fine, just just to keep him, you know, comfy and stuff. And that happened. The players that come in were good. No injuries as far as we saw. Everything was just like yes, it wasn't like we'd be in three 0 but everything was like there's a tick, there's a tick,
2: there's a tick. Yeah, it's, uh, well, you know, just speaking of that, how awkwardly I think yeah, the companies. Um, post-match comments that's a manager obviously that's yeah that, that's someone trying to protect his reputation i think by bringing up an issue no one saw yeah. um but i would be 100% agonized by that issue of i was a fan as you naturally would be because you're looking for anything there but look, it's so weird like, i felt we dominate i mean look the stats we'll put on screen now i think we only had 45 percent possession but look at um it. we had we had more shots on goal both on goal and off target as well we'll have a look at Shots chalkboard now on yeah. the screen as well, which shows that. But Better chances as well. But for all the fact that we thought we dominated the game, it was still only 2-1. Yeah. And it was still... And I'm still like, OK, well, we won with a, a long-range wonder goal and they nearly scored at the end. Plus, they had one ruled out for VAR. Like, were, were we a bit lucky or not?
0: No. No, I don't think we're lucky because, yes, they've had a goal chalked off, but it rightly chalked off. I thought the chances... Uh, barring that one right at the end, literally right at the end, our chances were better than their chances Yeah, the And you said about us oh, scoring a wonder goal, they scored a wonder goal for a player that never scores. Well, how many times is he going to hit like that on his left foot? And if Binning doesn't have that intelligence, he probably slides to and we could score anyway. We were in. I think we deserve a bit of credit. Don't get me wrong, Burnley weren't great. And that's we we still showed, and I do will know that, that we're a team lacking confidence in because... The players we've got and the way that obviously wants us to play, we should be winning that more comfortably because Burnley didn't turn up. Um, but you know, there's a, there's a few chances. We said how clear that to charge was. You know, we did have chances to score a few more. But when you're a little bit low on confidence and you get the lead, you're always going to be a little bit more. Your your thought process is going to be a little bit more what's behind me rather than what's in front of me. Mm. It's what I always think just from playing football. There's one goal in it and you'd be losing every week. Yeah. You're a little bit more. And I I. I felt, apart from that one right at the end, there wasn't too many shaking moments, thought we defended quite well. And I was happy. I think it was one of them. We just just win the game. And I really felt he was going to pee around to a draw and we would have been frustrated. So I was I was delighted with that. And we've got no defensive midfield player. We're player player um, playing a player there
2: that hasn't played 90 minutes yet for the club until this one. Um, He's still not got various personnel that he needs here, like, I mean, look, we're... We are, we are sort of Mr. Positive, are we? Like Mr. and Mrs. Positive, which everyone's the woman, you decide. But uh, yeah. we are, though, aren't we? Because, you know, we have to be. I mean, if we can't enjoy these moments, oh, we've got and look, we have to take the positives out of it. There are things that, that we can work on, and the Oriola will know these. Um, it's just a shame that, in terms of momentum, fixtures. Who, who's the next game against? Well, Liverpool won a cup, and then lose the next game against uh, Man City, away. and who's the game after that at uh, Newcastle. Okay, yeah.
0: brilliant. Yeah, it's not ideal, but we're in the Premier League. That happens, and it's no one's fault
2: that we didn't pick up points against Everton and Wolves. It's a shame that we just didn't put in yes. that performance to, to two okay, games exactly. ago. Yeah, I know, I, I and, get and that. this confidence would have maybe inspired us to nine points. Yeah, no, maybe.
0: But and I'm not saying there is no part of me that thinks we're going to get any for the City because we never, ever, ever have. In, um, but what I will say is. Liverpool rest players on Wednesday. They will. Cup game, they're also in Europe. They will rest players. We have been in Liverpool before this year, by the way. Was it this year? Was it this year? Yeah. We've beaten them quite a few times, actually. Yeah. Um, if we were to beat Liverpool and get to a quarter quarterfinal, and then forget City, because yeah. then if you've been in Liverpool in the Cup, you put in a decent display against City, there's quite, and I'm not being really funny, Newcastle at home when we were rubbish, we we didn't lose to them last season. No, I mean, yeah. and Wolves, we'll and that they are yes, and a lot of teams have this season. And Newcastle because of um, Champions League and stuff, and a lot of injuries and obviously suspension now with Tenali. At home, that's a game we could nick a point in my opinion. We get through the cup, we have a decent performance against see we nick a point off Newcastle. Then we get to Sheffield. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's it's all right. Let's just keep the performances in the next in the next few are important for me because I think that'll, that'll uh, breathe a bit of confidence rather than results but we're talking about these fixtures now imagine if we hadn't won that game yeah. against Burnley let's look at the positives from that and um, yeah as you say City haven't won every game this season
2: <laughs> when it, well if it's not um, well if it's
0: not Iriola it could always be Hasenhiel what, what was he doing there? yeah I don't know why hasn't it
2: I've do you think he was there for them or just wanted to watch a game well, well
0: yeah I, I, I've tried to think of a, a way because you forget that ex-managers are just people mm. he's been at the are game they? he's been out of the game for, and you always see when managers have been out I can't remember what game was the other week and um, Dean Smith the extra dealer in Brentford just, just randomly in the punditry bit which I haven't seen him much and he's probably trying to get himself back out there yeah. and he's probably you was know, a football man hasn't he and I, I was looking at it he's probably still down this way Yeah, it was a for, there's also two extra Outland players that come on Jay Rodriguez and Nathan Redmond, which is obviously an extra bit that he thinks oh, I can watch them as well it's, but it's a game with two managers under pressure you know this could be one of a job that comes available soon would I do I like these teams would I put my CV in I don't, don't want to read too much into it um but you know it's not a hundred but I was told by some of the exhibius Ralph Fowler, though and I had a look and it, it, to me that was definitely it um but yeah we don't we don't know why but um it's nice for him to come every week if we if we get a win mate but um yeah no I'm just I think we've got to be positive we've been it has been doom and gloom lately and we haven't been able to shy away from that. Mm. We always try and be upbeat and look to the next game, but it's been hard. It's been really hard because of the performance levels and other stuff. So it's really nice to just enjoy this moment, to be honest, of, of winning the game and a game that I felt we deserved to win. And what I've, got, what I've got to say going into the fixtures, mate, Radu has to play in goal on Wednesday. We know that. Yeah. How many games has Radu lost in the Bournemouth shirt? Sweet FA. How many games has he won?
2: All of them. Every single one. Try and get past the wall, Liverpool. Get <laughs> past the wall. Um, I mean, who is your Max? There must have been oh. a low Because like there's a Twitter one. There's a one inside the stadium. There's your Telegram one. Yeah. There's a Who Scored one, which we'll go on to. Yeah, I don't want to go against... Um, oh, yeah, that'd be interesting. I don't want to go against
0: uh, Phil Bill because I totally get why he got it in the stadium. I totally get why he got it on Twitter as well. Because he played well anyway. I thought he was playing well, one of our good players. And then that moment of genius gets us three points. So, in that sense, he probably does deserve it. If I'm taking away goals, then Alex Scott's my man of the match. You can make a case for Aaron. You can make a case for Semenyo. You can make a case for Tavi. You can make a case for Kelly. There were so many good performances. Um, So, yeah, that was just, just nice. But personally, for me, I get Billing, but I would have just given Alex Scott all about you. Yeah.
2: I agree. Yeah. I agree with Alex Scott. And this leads us on to the who score Ant- ratings, which is done statistically using their special algorithm. Maybe Billing will get it because of the goal.
0: Because of how far out it is, I don't know if that plays a part in the who scored. I don't know. something a like- look. Antoine Semenyo. Oh, OK. Yeah, cool. 7.8. Billing was uh, close by on 7.5. Tav as well.
2: Yeah,
0: Tav so. Scott. Yeah. Aaron's got the good ratings. So that's good. Oh, that looks good for me. I, I did. I'm just looking at theirs and look how low their right back is I thought he because you remember we were saying in the preview about their right back being suspended oh, yeah. and they brought in this Fettino and I did think he struggled so I'm, I've always liked it when I just watch a game and think he doesn't look very good and then the ratings show he was bad so, yeah. um, but that's always interesting to me so you would say Trafford being off his line causing problems he gets a good rating because his pass, he gets so many passes for a goalkeeper it, yeah. so it's not so it is very stat based yes. yeah um, in line with that. but yeah in general that's kind of getting I'm Buzzing for Antoine as well, mate. It wasn't. It wasn't just the goal. No. So I'm really glad he gets that rating because um, he's someone that, with all the signings, I thought he's gonna go off. Into the, I'm not sure if he's gonna play much. He's but. brilliant.
2: I think. So we had three ex-Bristol City players on the pitch.
0: Yeah, well, I tell you, what. their manager departs Yes, yeah. we But I tell you what, three second, three second applause for Bristol City Football Club. What a club! Yeah, Alex Scott, Lloyd Kelly, Antoine Semenya. As long as we don't, they don't give us loads of piss, it was my. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, we went happy days. Yeah, but he, he has gone, hasn't he? As well as our names who have a QBR. So a few little moves there. Could Pearson go to QBR? I was having a finger that i you know, one of those little. Oh but um, no. But
2: Yeah, no, at least our manager fights another day. Really, really pleased for it. Yeah, we saw a performance that so was brave. It was aggressive. And, yeah. and I think more often than not, that performance this season should see us grab some points against the sides that we need to. The press was a lot better. Yeah. It was very positive all round. And look, We're getting shots on goal as well. And when you've got Sumanu in, he's always a goal threat. If you haven't seen it yet, along the bottom of the screen, there's always this little thing that pops up. Oh, there it is now. Telling you about the sponsorship or backing back of the net. Now, you can do so for a minimum of like three quid a month. That's uh, that's all it is. And what that does, you can do it via our ko Fee page. The link's at the bottom there. It's ko Fee dot com slash afcb podcast when you go on there you can do a one-off but being a monthly enables you to go in our telegram chat group as well you get a few extras like uh, show input also the bloopers whatever. we haven't made some bloopers in a while I lately? yeah we don't we might have one from the start today show yeah yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll put that one in there. um and uh also tom's exclusive player ratings show as well and that's you sort of when you've Calm down on the day after. You yeah. spend 10 minutes or so just, you know, just going through it. And what that does is it helps to, you finance all of the things we need to yeah. run this channel. Now... I'll tell you what, with that weather, I bet that camera's in a bit of... Mate, so this... I was worried because
0: these this, this is filmed on my spare camera. At the moment. Yeah. I was going to say, is, I'm not sure... Because we had a problem before, didn't we, with yeah. the camera, that when it was, I can't remember what game it was, but it got too much water in it. Yeah. And I was looking at our weather guy, the subs, he's stuffed there. So if you get our pass out. yeah, no, we worth, do really appreciate it. 50 quid for Yeah, the so one off payment. <laughs> uh, no. no, we do appreciate all the support, though. I tell you what, nice little, in that Telegram chat, nice little community in there as well. Yeah, we had a good. And it's always nice, it's a bit like when you see on social media after a win, that everyone's just, you look at the messages and everyone's in, in good spirits. So, yeah, really, really nice and
2: appreciate any of that and... Yeah, we need. We've got to need some more equipment. Yeah, we. The, the main thing to to know is that all the monies go back into the channel. Yeah, of all of it. So thank you so much for still well support. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At some point, yeah. it will come. So look, we, we you know I, I, you know we talked about how good Chris Meppam is. We've talked about Max Harris. There's there's barely a player that hasn't had a mention. That's how good everyone was. Yeah, but, and I tell you what. The player that I've
0: just realised I haven't mentioned as much is a player we mention every single week, Don Solanke. Yeah. Don Solanke was brilliant. Good point, yeah. He was brilliant. But what I will say is, when that shows how good we were, that we're not all talking about Don. Because normally we go, we're very good today, at least Don done his bit. Whereas this time, Don was fine, by the way, but there were people that actually outstood him, which was, which is very unlikely. So Don did everything brilliantly, as he always does. Um, but yeah, nice to see more of, you know, some other players coming into it as well. Um, and yeah, as I say, I'll tell you what, Alex... So, people talking about Harry Kane, yeah. Jude Bellingham, Declan Rice, we're going to win something. I'll tell you what, we Jacob are gonna
2: Jacob Tanswell on Twitter made a shout. he to yeah. be playing for England within the next two years. Listen, Euros,
0: Declan Rice in front of the back four, with Jude Bellingham and Alex Scott. Oh, Inside. Harry Kane, the
2: Kaya Saka. Shall I close off with a few stats for you? Max errors. Yeah, go on. Uh, That's the first game since West Ham that we've had the higher XG of the teams. Burnley had an xG of 0.03 between the 11th and 90th minute. Man, that was poor. me, Scott was successful with five out of six take-ons. Tavernier won eight out of eight tackles, and Bournemouth are plus two points on the corresponding games. Last year, switching Leicester for Burnley.
0: Nice little switch up that, nice little switch up that. Um, hopefully for Burnley fans, they won't be switching again. Um, Leicester on fire. I would to quickly say what you mentioned that, just because we haven't, you mentioned about Tav. I didn't know that stat, 1-8 out of 8 tackles, which was obviously perfect. I thought that was a part of his game, that we all know what he can do going forward. He obviously missed a big chance. But without Kerkes, it meant that Tav had to have a little bit more going backwards, yeah. and I thought he was so good at it. He's not known for that, but I thought, is, is tenacity in the tackle... And like working back and just making it difficult and helping Lloyd out at times. And then he was on the other side. I thought he was brilliant that. And I think sometimes for an offensive player, because Semenya so did it as well, that sometimes goes, you forget about that. Yeah, very true. But he would have, and only would have loved the way he pressed and his
2: energy was. I thought Tav was, was exceptional. So what we got coming up, Premier League show on Tuesday. There's going to be no fan cams after the Liverpool game, but there will be a reaction from us on this channel. That'll be on the Wednesday mm. vlog on the Thursday. And Friday, we are into our preview content ahead of some some club from Manchester that beat another t- team from Manchester. I don't want to go. I don't <laughs> want to play Manchester. Anyway. It's going to be fun. Look, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. However, you've absorbed this hour of happiness. We appreciate it. Yeah. Like, give a positive review on the podcast app. Do whatever you can do. And Tom... Liverpool awaits. And I tell you what, this one actually has been a pleasure, mate. Up for Cherries. Oscar. 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 Oscar.
3: Billy, left footed. It. It's a cheeky one. Square!